Hey guys, it's Cami and it's Amanda and we're basically basic. We're in it. We're in the year 2021. If you live in Texas like we do, you're really in it and you're recovering from a snowstorm. Guys, how are y'all doing? If you are <laughs> a, a Texas question. person, I'm sorry on behalf of the state of Texas. I feel like I want to apologize. If you're not from Texas, let's just fill you in on what's been going on. One, where have you been? Have you been <laughs> watching the news? Clearly you have it. if you don't know what's happening. Two, we I feel like Texas randomly gets wintry storms. Like it happens yeah, yeah. every once in a while. But not like but this an- was next level. <laughs> yeah, this was like Anna or no, not Anna. Elsa. Elsa came to play. Elsa literally showed up, dropped down in the <laughs> middle of Texas, and she let it go. She that's what I was gonna say. She literally let it go. The snowstorm was crazy. We were really blessed. Neither one of us really lost like water or power. I didn't lose any power or water, which I truly don't understand. And I am so thankful because Honestly, like our house was built over a hundred years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. And actually, you know what's crazy? I always say our house was a hundred years ago because in my mind it was built in 1903, but it clearly in my mind it's still the year 2000. <laughs> and then the other day I said that and I was like, it's actually it's past 20 2020, so 120 years. <laughs> Obviously, it's been renovated, but it's still an old house, and so the structure with like that cold and everything. I don't know what we would have done. New baby, like yeah. Stephen still has to go to work. Oh it just gosh. would have been bad. So the Lord knew. <sighs> but also, then I almost had this weird guilt of like. Everyone else I know know is dealing with it, so... I know. It was rough. So, we just want to give you, like, a virtual hug if you survived in Texas last week because it was really rough, and we're hoping that this week has been new... Well, now this is two weeks later because we're... Oh, yeah, you're right. We're releasing this in two weeks. Anyways, we're still clearly living... If you haven't thawed by now, Elsa really got you, and (laughs) I'm so sorry. And we're making light of it, but I actually do know that some people, like, really walk through some super hard stuff. Like, we went to a women's night last night at my church, and... I feel like that's why we can make light of it this morning because I feel like totally. we just like we've seen the heaviness shaked it of off, it. Yes. shaked it off, shook it off, shook it off. Yeah, we shook it. We, we shook sh- it off, shook it off, hey, hey. <laughs> and we watched other women do the same, and I feel like women were so vulnerable to share yeah. like the hard stuff that they had walked through with it. And some women were just in it, like pipes bursting, not having power for the three days, like, like water to their ankles, like uh, in their home and everything they owned. And that's so, so I just hard. feel like there, but there's power in community and like confessing the frustration, confessing, like, how hard it was, and then just to, like, bring it to light and then to have women pray over you and just release and let it go. Yes. uh, In a good way, not in an Elsa way. And so (laughs) I feel better. I feel better. But, you know, I just think it's funny because I don't know if you have heard, like, funny names for it, but people were calling it Snowvid. Stop. At our church, which I thought was hilarious. But I've I'm also like, never heard that. in typical 2020 slash 2021 form, we're not just going to get like an inch of snow. Oh no. no. Let's get like the <laughs> biggest snow in generations. <laughs> like, like just make it so epic where it's like shutting down power in the whole state. Like it just, Ugh. it's like, okay, go figure. Yeah. Like, that was, it was intense. It was very intense. It was intense for sure. So we love you. We're thankful that we're out of the woods. It's sunshine here right now. I've literally never... I, I will not take water. Water is gold. I won't take water or Love power water. for granted ever Love again. Power. I need to flush my toilets. I need to shower. I, like, I don't want to boil water every time. So these are just my first world problems. Is that, yeah. Really? It's, in the words of Taylor Swift, these are our champagne problems. These are our champagne problems. For <laughs> so sure. true. Okay. But guys, we're coming off of a great sleepover. I'll be real. We're tired. We didn't get much sleep. We didn't get much sleepover. sleep. But it was a great time. We're bonded forever, obviously. Because it's Cammie and Amanda. But this is only episode two of season four. So exciting. So exciting. And we wanted to present to you guys what's going to happen for the next couple weeks. So Amanda, can I do the honors? Do you care? Oh my gosh, please. Great. Okay, I love it. I'm so excited. Um, So here's the deal. We 
really feel like at this time when the world has kind of been shaken, things are just constantly kind of being tossed around. It's kind of just like a crazy time in the world, obviously. Um, the thing that we keep standing on is just the basics of our faith that at the end of the day, when everything else falls away, there's this man and his name is Jesus and he loves us and he's for us. He died on the cross for us and he, in his word and like through the Holy spirit has presented ways in which we can connect with him, the ways that we can grow, ways that we can be a part of what he's doing on the earth and in heaven. And this is something that we really feel passionate about sharing and talking about because we feel like we've been super blessed to have an audience where some of you guys are new believers and we've had DMs from people that are like, hey, I just started going to church for the first time or I just started knowing what it meant to hear the voice of God or maybe you were you know, walking with God when you were younger and then you maybe you know, took some time where you were just kind of doing you and now you're reconnecting with who God is and what that means for you as an adult. And so we just felt kind of this burden from God to make sure that we're, if we're like, in some way getting to shepherd your lives and to an extent it's crazy to me that like some of you are are sitting in your car in your house or taking a shower doing dishes and like we're in your head essentially like my voice right now is in (laughs) your brain that's so scary to me and I don't take that lightly you know and so we want to make sure that we're doing the best we can especially right now especially in this day and age to equip and empower you to live out your best life and like Amanda and I always say, we are not experts. Like we don't have it all together, but what we can do is the word of God says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so it's by overcoming by what Jesus has done on the cross, his blood, and then also by the testimonies of what mm-hmm. we've seen in our lives. And the cool thing is that we actually talked about this last night at the women's night, like because we're a part of a body, like my testimony is your testimony. Our yeah. testimony is the testimony of what it means to be a child of God. And so while we share our testimonies, you can actually listen as a listener and grab, take hold of in faith what we say. So like if God did it for me, he can do it for you. If he did it once, he'll do it again. And so taking hold of that. And so we hope by sharing these foundational truths of what it means to pray, to worship, to be in the word, to be a part of the body, all these things, uh, that it would encourage you and grow you. And it's not just for new believers because hello, more than ever, I need it every day. I need to be reminded <laughs> that it's just about the basic stuff. Like yeah. when everything else is stripped away, like it's not about me like being perfect or mm-hmm. it's not about me like having, you know, 59 scriptures memorized. Like no. that's not the point, but it's no. about like when everything else is falling apart, what's my foundation? What's my house built on? And mm-hmm. how do I know how to like live out this thing called the Christian life? Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be me and Amanda talking. It's going to be amazing guests that we're bringing in. But we are kicking off a series today called Back to the Basics. Back to the Basics. Basically Basics. Basically Basics. Back to the Basics. Going back to the Basics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so before we get into it, you know if you're basic what we do on the first part of this episode. We share a Starbucks Which is share. And Sorry, there's so I didn't many, do it. I no, but there's it. so many new Starbucks drinks. So this is like, so I'm actually ones. really excited, Amanda. Okay. You tell me yours. Well, I've literally, okay, here's the thing. I can't get off of this like cold brew mocha situation. Ew. So, I know, I know. I dislike it so much. <laughs> I hate it. I want to like it, but I love that you love it. I really, really love it. Well, describe what you do again, because I feel like you, you okay. personalize it, of course. I really don't anymore. That's the thing. I'm so basic. Oh, wow. You're just like, I'm just this is it. what I want. I'm just, <laughs> just the basic What is it again? Girl. So it's a cold brew with dark cocoa almond milk foam. Okay. And it's just really, really good. 
I mean, I feel like if you wanted it to be more coffee, you could probably get an extra shot. But I feel like a cold brew with an extra shot would be a lot of coffee. Oh, well, you know, cold brew, I, I'm pretty sure it's the highest, like, is the highest ca- caffeine. caffeine form. This is why we will have an episode with the Starbucks barista. Oh, oh my gosh. Actually, okay. You know what? Here's a call out. I'm going to say it right now. If you're listening and you're a Starbucks barista, or maybe you're an alumni Starbucks barista. Alumni? <laughs> I love that. Please DM us and be like, I have tips. I have tricks. I know all the secret Starbucks yes. menu. Please DM us and we will like zoom you in. No questions asked. I love that idea. <laughs> we want to know everything. <laughs> I really want to know the inside scoop. I want to oh, know. A side note. I have a side note. Go. I love your side notes. When there wasn't a um, like Snowmageddon, Snowvid thing happening, one of my deep, deep, deep dark points was realizing I couldn't get to Starbucks. <laughs> Amanda, it wrecked me. <laughs> And it made me realize, like, how weak my flesh is. I was like, wow, you are really in a dark place. You know what was really sweet? Actually, I had a really sweet conversation with Steven because here's the deal. Like, I'll just be straight up honest. Since I've had Olsen, I probably have gone to Starbucks six out of the seven days of the week. Like, yeah, truly. Why not? Because really, like, with, with COVID and having a new baby and, like, all the things, I just need to know that at some point during the day, like, I'm clearly very extroverted, that I'm getting out of my house and I'm going to interact. Joy. Yes, I'm going to have some small joy, and someone <laughs> is going to interact with me that I don't know that isn't my baby or Stephen. Like someone's <laughs> going to like somebody's going to smile at me. They're they're going to have a mask, so I'm going to have to like look at their smiles, and I'm going to have to like assume that they love me, and they're going to hand me a Starbucks drink, and I need that. And so to know that there was a whole week where I couldn't leave my house oh, and I couldn't do it, like. It was so hard. And actually, one morning, this was really sweet, but Steven, like, woke me up early, and he was like, okay, I think when the Starbucks is open, stop. I'll, I'll drive you, because he has a truck, so he was like, I'll drive you before I go to work, and I'll drop you guys back off, and then I'll go home, which was so sweet. That's so sweet. Oh, no. It we drive close. there. It was still close. That's even more heartbreaking. And then I asked him, I was another one, like, I knew, like, 10 minutes away, and I was like, can we try that one? He was like, babe, babe. I have to go to work. And I was like, no. I was <laughs> so excited. <laughs> So that first Starbucks after the snow melted. It was, oh, it was so good. It melted my heart. It was literally so good. <laughs> okay, so you're drinking the cold brew. So I'm drinking the cold brew. It's my it's my jam right now. Okay, I'm still on, and I think I'm just going to call this drink the cami because it's oh. like, it's just been the consistent. Does it have any hazelnut in it? It, do, it has toffee nut. Oh, okay. Your yes. hazelnut or toffee nut. Toffee, toffee I nut. I will accept both. I love you. both, but okay. toffee nut is kind of a secret one because most people don't know about it. I don't think as much. It's not like on the normal menu, I don't think. No, I don't think. I think you're right. So I get a grande Americano with two pumps of toffee nut and okay. steamed almond milk. Mm, that's and that's really it. Good. And it's the cami. And it's so good. And I, really I, I think because it's still been cold, but I'm definitely ready to branch out in the cold brew, and there's a okay. lot of new there's ones. There's a lot of I'm new cold brews. To try. I, let me tell you the one I absolutely loathe. Loathe? <laughs> loathe? Oh wow. Okay, yeah. Is the cold brew with honey, almond milk, or whatever? Do oh you know yeah, I about? don't like honey and coffee. It was actually. I have a confession. I'm so sorry. I did something to a barista. What did you do? <laughs> I ordered it the first time because I was like, oh, I love almond milk, so I'll probably love a cold right. brew, honey, almond milk, whatever. It sounds great. It sounds great. This is this is my confession booth, so everyone please don't judge me. It was a dark time. It, 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 it was a dark time. It was probably it was a during, dark minute for me. Listen, if it was during 2020 or 2021, <laughs> you're forgiven. So I order it, and I absolutely cannot drink it. Like, I absolutely hate it. And I went to – like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't pay $6 and not drink this. Like, I really, really cannot drink no. this. No. So I, like, go to the front, and I'm super nice about it. I literally cannot – I cannot be mean to, like, waiter or waitress staff. Like, I'm – always very nice about whatever I don't like. Here, I hate this, but I love you. So I just go, I I like got in my car, I went inside and I was like, 
Ugh, I'm so sorry. Like I ordered this like honey one, but I think I meant to say the cold brew with dark cocoa foam. I was like, I think I just. Said I think the I wrong. meant to yeah. say something good, not something gross. And I go, and I think I just said the wrong thing. I said I was reading it, but I said the <laughs> liar. <laughs> and the lady was like, Oh, that's totally fine. Yeah, they don't care. And then she blessed me with a venti. And then I felt kind of. And then guilty. you felt bad. Yeah. And then I was like. But then you said, Lord, is this you blessing Lord. me? And then you said, no, I lied, so probably <laughs> said, not. Lord, do I invest enough money in this Starbucks anyways? Yes, I do. So oh. I kind of don't feel as bad. So honestly, <laughs> since okay, since now Starbucks have been open again, since the snow thing has melted, I've been known to, oh. and by been known to, I think I've done this three days in a row, go in the morning and get a tall no. knowing that I will go be getting, going back and getting another tall. So I, I don't need to get like two grandes, but like I'll be going back. But I also, the first two days when I went back to Starbucks, I paid for the person behind me. I love that. Honestly, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, it's nice. It's just such a blessing and you just don't know what. Who's do you ever like look like when you're, do you do oh, the oh, drive-thru? Like, like look back like, and you're like, <laughs> you don't even know I'm blessing you. Like I like look at them and I'm like, oh, like they look nice. They look happy. It's the best. It's so great. That's amazing. Okay, so why Starbucks hasn't sponsored us yet is beyond me. But beyond. We will, we will continue this. We will continue to sow seeds of faith. So today, we are going to, as we're talking about our Back to the Basics um, series, we're going to be talking about something that is so essential but basic in my faith, which is prayer. Prayer. Prayer, 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 prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Pray like cray. Pray like cray. <laughs> I have a poster that says that in my home, actually. Um, okay, so I have a personal story that I want to share that I just recently walked through, and we had a woman's night last night at Cammie's church, which was so good. And I literally, my eyelids are still swollen today from just, like, crying it out. And here's the thing that is so cool about prayer. I feel like it reaches these really deep parts of you that you don't even know need to be uprooted until they're getting uprooted. And that happened for me last night, and, it, you know, I'm not – on the outside, I'm not walking through a dark season. So like, you know, I'm not walking through a a hard marriage season or, I mean, parenting is hard for sure, but it's joyful. Like there's nothing on paper that would make it seem like, oh, Amanda really needs prayer. Like this is a real big struggle. However, the Lord, I am learning really, really, really deeply, deeply cares about my little fears and my little struggles because although they kind of seem silly to talk about out loud, when they're when they're hidden in a dark place, that's when they can manifest and they can become so much heavier. So I just wanted to share a little side story of something I recently walked through. So about six months ago, I go to the dentist. This is again, like I'll probably sound a little bit joyful talking about it because he's <laughs> redeemed it already and it sounds really silly. But in the moment I'm like legit scared, you guys. Like that's why I love this minute, because it's like, okay, we're all human. Like I think so often we can make faith so heavy. Like it's yes. like it has to be this like deep dark like this is the word and that stuff is real like if you're walking through that that's obviously when you need prayer and that's when you need people to lift your hands up for you yes but like also he cares about anything that's like anything. triggering in our heart anything. so like i love that, that this is what you're sharing because it's like <laughs> hello real life yeah it's just real life and it literally y'all, some of you may like be like okay wow <laughs> but but anyways it's i think it's me. great okay so i go to the dentist about six months ago i'm gonna make this part short because it's really like not the biggest part of the story but I, I think I was probably, my son is 18 months old and he's super cling, clingy right now. And he he's in a little bit of a whinier stage and he's not, he can point to what he wants, but he can't fully articulate it. So I think I'm probably carrying a little bit of that and that can make me pretty anxious if I'm being honest. And I have to be in prayer about that daily of just coming to a place where I can mom 
from the Lord's strength and not my own. So I'm kind of dealing with that probably like six months ago, still currently. Um, but so I go to the dentist and I think I'm just feeling anxious about everything and I'm carrying the weight of the world and I'm just like, what the heck? Why do I, I feel so jittery inside? So the, the nurse or whatever comes in to take my blood pressure and she's like, oh, your blood pressure is kind of high. And I was like, oh, is it? Oh, great. (laughs) One more thing to worry about. Let me just have a little panic attack inside really quickly. (laughs) Literally, that's what's like, I was like, lady, can you not just kept this to yourself? So anyways, then I start freaking out and I am telling you guys, I had no idea her, how like heavy her words rooted inside of me until I started having like little mini, like panic attacks inside in on the inside so I would like be going to bed for instance and I would like feel my heart racing and I'd be like oh my gosh I'm feeling so anxious I bet my blood pressure's high the nurse told me I have high blood pressure I bet I'm gonna die any minute like I bet I'm gonna have a heart attack and I would like I know this sounds so crazy but I I can imagine I'm probably not the only one who has like felt the voice of the enemy come in in this way of just saying like something's wrong with you something's gonna happen like you're you're not okay you're not allowed to be happy like it's like it starts with a seed planted of just this like one comment yes but then because it wasn't uprooted it just like starts to spiral and then you're right then like in the night when you're tired when you had a long day or something else is making me anxious I went back to I went back to her Mm -hmm. saying that somewhere it got stuck somewhere deep down in there and I went back to her saying that and was like oh my gosh woman like you don't even know me I don't know you how did I let you have this much power over how my body feels yeah so anyways I kind of was I think slowly dealing with that because I know I know I was because I didn't I had two more dentist appointments that they had tried to reschedule me for like as a checkup and I didn't go to both of them I found reasons to get out of both of them did you know like deep down oh yeah that you were like getting out of it because you were scared yeah this is what I love actually that I'm talking about it because this is me being like you know what Satan you have no power over my thoughts because I'm gonna let the world know that that's right yeah (laughs) that I actually let you have power for a little bit (laughs) I let you have power for a little bit but then I took it back then I took it back (laughs) so anyways I come back stronger than a 90s trend okay (laughs) so if you know, you know. So anyways, I missed like two dentist appointments because I literally was so fearful of seeing this woman and having, I wasn't even scared to get like a drill in my tooth. I was more afraid of someone taking blood pressure, which sounds so crazy. Anywho, so I missed two appointments and then finally I had one like two days ago and I have been fasting and I was like, you know what? This is my time. The Lord told me to fast in this moment. And actually I want to go back to this because we're talking about prayer. I had been praying because I was like, Lord, I know I'm not supposed to feel this way. I know this is not from you. Like I was calling it out slowly, but yet I was, and I knew, and I knew that God could like heal me of feeling this way, but I kept like indulging in my own self-pleasure. So like whether that was like when the kids go to bed, I'm going to be honest, it's nice to veg out sometimes and just have some me time. So I would put on Netflix or put on a show and just like, and check out and not even really go there and like want to approach those things. And I so clearly one night felt the Lord be like, Amanda, there are some things that are healed through prayer and fasting only. And I was like, yeah, Lord, I know you've told me this before and I really don't want to do it, but thanks. <laughs> thanks for the offer, <laughs> but the, no. Yeah. So I've done that before. I've, I've had that response before, but this past time just felt really different. And he was like, no, I'm telling you that it has to be done through prayer and fasting. And so I was like, okay, okay, Lord, like I'm going to do it. So I'm actually still in it. I'm only on day like 17. But I decided to give up TV. And so also, side note, 
whenever I just I decided to do this fast before Texas knew we were having like a historic ice storm and when I saw the ice storm was hitting and I it became real that we were gonna have nowhere to go for seven days I was like no 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 clearly Lord this wasn't the time you wanted me to fast right I literally texted Cammie and I was like Jesus has jokes because he wanted me to because you're fasting from all media or just like tv just like tv in general but yeah like that's that's the time when you're stuck in your house you're watching movies and I'm not someone who is it's it's not hard for me to put my phone down so I'm not someone who'll just like mindless mindlessly scroll through Instagram for hours or like that's that's just not naturally something I do so but TV is nice for me to have as just like checkout. It's a nice checkout for me sometimes. So anyways, that was a funny side note that Jesus has jokes and was like, listen, I know you're locked in your house for seven days with two kids, but guess what? You're just going to use all your free time for me. Yes. He's like, you're locked here with me. <laughs> yeah, That's was. actually really sweet. It was really sweet. It was actually such a sweet time too. Um, anyways, so I'm praying about it. I know my, my next dentist appointment is coming up, which was actually this past, which was Monday, two days ago. And I like walk in and I was like, all right, Lord. Well, the night before I'm praying and I'm like, you know what, God, I'm just going to grab that healing. I was like, by your faith, I, or by my faith, I am healed because I know that you can heal me. And <laughs> so I just knew I was like, okay, Lord, when I wake up in the morning, like I'm, I'm just going to be renewed. Like, I know you're going to give me a fresh perspective. I know it's not going to be scary. And if it is scary, I'm still going to do it. And like, I have power through you. So it was really sweet because I wake up and I have a thing on my phone. That's like the verse of the day. And my verse was, behold, I am doing a new thing. Like, do you perceive it? I'm making rivers out of the wasteland. And it just, the Lord just knew it was exactly what I needed to hear. Because in that moment, I was like, you know what, God, you are doing a new thing. Like you are uprooting things in me that I didn't know needed to be uprooted. I don't have to feel like jittery or like anxious because I know that you're doing, I can just rest in the fact that you're always going to do a new thing in me. And it might be uncomfortable sometimes, but you just reassured me through this verse that like you're speaking to my heart. So that's my verse. And then I told Cammie when I got there, well, first of all, it was a new nurse. Praise God. Maybe that nurse got fired. I have no idea. Maybe she was telling everybody they had high blood pressure and they were like, you're lying. You need to go. So it was a new nurse. She, I'm, you guys, this is literally how Satan works. He can make you so scared of the smallest thing. So literally I'm sitting there being like, okay, just, just stay You're like pep talking yourself. No, I literally am. I'm pep talking myself. And she's, this lady has no idea what's going on in my head. And so she literally takes it and I'm looking at her like, oh, what's she going to say? Okay. This is the moment I like really have mustered up all of my courage. And she does not even acknowledge it. Because to her, it's like not even a thing. It was not even a thing. I had worked it up so much in my mind that this woman was literally like, okay, we're just going to do like a simple cleaning, blah, blah. And I was almost to the point where I was like, Lord, hello. (laughs) So then I was telling Cammie this, but this was actually a really sweet confirmation and how I know that the Lord 100 million thousand percent hears our prayers because I looked to the side of me. I'm like, she had gone to get something, whatever. I'm sitting in the chair waiting and I looked to the left of me, just kind of like looking around the office and there's like a yellow tray. There's nothing on the tray, but there's a sticker on it that says renewed. And I just thought, Lord, like my verse today is like, you are doing a new thing. And then this like sticker says renewed. And like, I came and I conquered my, my little fear that no one really even knows about except for me. And you just care about it. And that's what was really sweet because I really, really, really feel like there's things that are, that get rooted somewhere deep in our heart, somewhere deep in our spirit that we maybe push aside or we maybe think like, God doesn't care about this. Like there's kids in the world that don't get food. There's kids that don't get water. Like there's people dying of cancer. There's these huge, huge, huge things and sicknesses that we want 
people are praying for. I mean, I, have, I literally have a friend going through chemo right now with four kids. And I kept, there was moments where I kept thinking of her in my fear. And I kept thinking, oh my gosh, what am I so afraid of? This is so stupid. Like she, look at what she's dealing with. This is so, this is such a bigger deal. But the thing that the Lord has been teaching me is like, he really, truly cares about these things and he wants to uproot them so that we can be more and more like him. And another revelation he spoke to me in this was, he said, Amanda, like, be sure that you don't want the healing more than you want the healer. And I really feel like he was just drawing me closer to him of like, I don't have to, I don't want to just be like healed of this one thing because I know I'm going to need healing probably in a month from now from something else. But it's more about wanting him and falling in love with him and a desire for him through prayer and knowing that like, I want a relationship with my healer more than I just want the healing and to like get going. That's so, so good. Anywho, that's my little story of the week. I love that. No, I love that so much because it is, it's one of those things where we can easily brush aside the things that we think are little, you Mm -hmm. know, but when we think about God as being our father, it's like, I want Olson to come to me as my son Mm -hmm. for anything and for everything. And to know that like, I'm not going to be like, well, that's stupid. You know, that's that's not a big enough thing to talk to me about. And if he's our heavenly father, that will never be his response. No. His response will never be, I'm sorry, little girl. That's kind of silly. Move on. Yes. and if, But sometimes I do feel like as we grow, like in maturity, he will maybe say, you've got this. Like show up. Yes. You know, he's not going to yes. always remove the barrier. There's going to totally. be times like I think with this, he was like, Amanda, I'm going to give you a scripture. I'm going to give you a word mm-hmm. to stand on. You're going to go and mm-hmm. you're going to conquer this and you're not going to let this be a roadblock going forward. Totally. Because that is how like crippling anxieties can start is like you yes. just over time put it off, put it off, put it off or like make it a bigger deal in your head. And then yeah. the funny thing was, like you said, you get there and you're like, it wasn't even a thing. Like, no, the lady didn't it. even acknowledge no. it, right? But that's how, and that's why I want to literally punch Satan straight in the face because... He's the worst. <laughs> this is how he works. He will take something that is in the dark and he will manifest it and make it such a dark thing and like such a, something that can seem so overwhelming. But then even last night, I've like, I passed my fear or whatever. And then even last night I go to this worship night and I think I, I carry a lot of, like I said, if I have like friends going through stuff... I will pray for that, but I, one of my struggles is carrying it as well and like thinking about it constantly instead of just fully giving it to the Lord, like I will pray about it, but it's, it can be hard for me to just like fully, fully give it to him and then check it out in my mind. And so there's just such power in community prayer too, because having women pray even over me last night and they didn't even know what they were praying for. I didn't even know what they were praying for, but it was the spirit moving and I'm telling you, my eyelids are so swollen from bawling my eyes out because I just needed to release. Like yeah. I needed to release it and then their prayers filled me back up. That's so good. Well, and I think there's like kind of what you're touching on is there's so many different types of ways to pray and different types yes. of prayer. Um, one thing that I heard our pastor say that I love is he always says that prayer is relationship. So mm. like, you know, there's, we're going to talk about the word. We're going to talk about worship. We're going to talk about all these other ways that we can connect with the Lord and with each other as the body of Christ. But Prayer is like that foundational thing of like, it is us communing, having relationship with God. Without talking to someone, you're not in relationship. Like, yeah. and it's not just talking, but it's also listening. Like there's, there's both. And I think there's, and then there's other times when you're praying and you're more standing in that, like in that space for someone else. And mm-hmm. that's called the intercession prayer. So if you're like going to take after something, if you're going to go after one specific thing, Mm -hmm. that's a different type of prayer. And that is where it does feel more of like you're in the battle, you're fighting in Mm -hmm. prayer. Um, And the more that you grow, I feel like in, at least for me, the more I've grown in my relationship with the Lord, the more I can look back and know that my prayer life, like 
is just so all over the place. And mm-hmm. that I think that that's okay. Like, absolutely, I feel peace about that. You know, I think growing up, I knew, I think the first prayer a lot of Christians learn is the Lord's Prayer. And that's mm-hmm. so good because that's literally how Jesus prayed to the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a great foundation. But now, you know, after walking with the Lord for, I don't even know how many years now, I can look back and see in, in different instances and in different seasons where prayers have felt and looked different for me. Like, I can think of times where if I'm personally struggling and I'm personally in a, in a hard place, a way that I've learned to pray that's really helped me a lot is praying through scripture. So like finding a psalm or a scripture and praying it as, as like, I'm going to take these words from someone else. Like if I don't know what to say for myself, it's like, I don't know what to say, God, but I'm going to take the words that you've already said are holy that you, that you've said in your word. And I'm going to offer them back up to you and I'm going to meditate on them. So like, an example of that would be Psalm 23 versus like the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want mm-hmm. if I'm in need or like, I'm feeling like I need to God to lead me. I feel like I'm in lack. I can go to that scripture and instead of just saying, okay, God, like I know you're my shepherd, just like brushing past mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I could like meditate on that and say like, okay, God, you're my shepherd. I shall not want God. You say you're my shepherd. So I don't need to want you say you're my shepherd. You lead me, you take care of me. I lack nothing. I don't need to want anything because you take care of And I mm-hmm. say that same thing over, over and, over and over until yeah. it gets into my spirit. And it's not just like words anymore, but until my you faith say it before starts you believe to rise. It. Saying it before you believe yes. it. It's like you're you're confessing it like, okay, I'm going to declare this over myself until I can feel that shift in my spirit mm-hmm. where I'm no longer in my circumstance anymore. I'm no longer in my flesh, but I've started to like lift my head up. And that's what that scripture did for you that morning. It's like oh, yeah. you said, okay, God – you're doing a new thing. Like you're making a way in the desert. Totally. That's what you're and doing. So today's felt, a new day and you're yes. declaring that. And every time I felt like uneasy or like, uh, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> like yeah. I started to get like queasy in my own flesh. I was like, nope, the Lord's doing a new thing. Yeah. And he, and that's the thing is like his word is, it gives you something to stand on. And his, and his word is an answer to all of our prayers. Like, and it's just literally a matter of going to it and seeking it out because his word is fresh and it's needed daily for me. And I know that every time I've gone to his prayer or to his word daily, I'm like, Lord, thank you. That's exactly what I, I needed, needed that. today. Yeah. Yes. And he knows. He knows the desires of your heart. And I think when we pray, like there's just this power of like we're coming into agreement with in that relationship of like, oh yeah, like you're reminding your soul, he is my father. He mm-hmm. does care for me. Like I'm standing on the things of heaven. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would love to say that every time that that happens, like it shifts. But I think it doesn't, like mm-hmm. in my flesh. But I mm-hmm. think when, when it when it doesn't and when it takes a while, that's actually like a good indicator of like, wow, like I believe this lie for so long or this has been so programmed in my, in my body or in my mind to like be in this fear or be in this doubt or be in this whatever, that it's almost like I picture it like, um, picking up weeds. So every time yes. we pray, it's like we're picking up a weed that's in that place where a garden should be blooming. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes you're like, well, I, I thought I picked up that weed. I already prayed about it. Yeah. It should happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, okay, there's actually more, like we have to keep going, keep mm-hmm. doing it. And it's, and that just even reminds me like the power of prayer in like the spiritual realm, because we fight against things like not necessarily just what we see, but that are in the spiritual realm that we may not even know what yes. necessarily we're praying for. So like when you said that, that made me think of, you know, I don't think you should ever be discouraged if you can't find, like if you can't articulate the words, because Jesus knows what we need before we know that we need yes. it. So in our prayers, 
like just just knowing that okay lord i'm gonna start praying i'm gonna worship to you i'm gonna sing a new song to you i'm gonna pray in the spirit i'm gonna do i'm just gonna commune with you and know that you're my helper you're my healer you are my co-laborer like you will fight this with me please uproot the things that i don't even know are there Mm -hmm. yet and that and to me like that's even more not more powerful but that is um just to like like a more of like a refreshing way to pray where it's like I don't have to rely on like okay Lord am I am I praying the right prayer am I saying the right thing because I don't sometimes I don't know what to pray for if I'm being very honest but and I think that's okay because I rest in the fact that God knows what I need and that my time just building relationship with him and coming to him is like he he's fulfilling my needs before I know that I need it well I think that's again going back to like the different types of prayer it's like Okay, sometimes you're coming to God and there's a specific thing that you're praying for. It's very obvious. You're mm-hmm. like, I have this need and I want to pray for this. And I think that's where you come to him and you boldly in your confidence say, God, like, I know who you are. You know my needs, but I want to tell you that I need this or I want this or I'm, I'm asking for this or whatever. And you pray for that. Then there's other times where, like you were saying, praying the spirit. It's like maybe you go into a situation or you walk into a room or whatever and you just feel like there's a heaviness or you feel like, man, something's going on here and I don't know how to put it into words. Or maybe you've just been in a funk for like a couple weeks, a month, like whatever. And you don't have the words to like articulate what it is. That's when you you go in on those on those scriptures and you go into like the place where it is a spiritual battle. And you're like, Lord, I don't know. Like I'm not perfectly in the spirit. Like I'm also in the flesh. So I need you to come and like put words in my mouth or tell mm-hmm. me what's going on. There's been times I love like praying in in the spirit and like just taking things captive or things that mm-hmm. I don't even know because there's times where I'll come in open-minded to pray and the Lord will put someone or something or even like a country or a situation on my heart. And when you start praying into that, he gives you his heart for the yeah. situation and mm-hmm. it totally shifts your perspective. Absolutely. It shifts like your, it takes the weight off. It takes that burden off. Like mm-hmm. you're like, wow, I didn't even know I was carrying that. Like that's, for this person or this situation. That's like a huge, that's like a huge thing. So y'all, I mean, if you could see me last night, I was a sobbing I mess. I loved like, it though. I mean, my shoulders so were like, I couldn't even like, <laughs> my shoulders were going up and down. I was crying so hard. And I had one of our good friends, Samo, be like, whoa. She was like, I mean, what's going on? You were just really, <laughs> you were really crying. <laughs> like, you were going for it. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, can't tell you. Like, and that's how you feel like, the Lord, there's something in there that just like had to get. And I think a lot of that is sometimes when I pray again, I don't necessarily even know what I'm praying for. And I, I think that if you don't have a way to release it like that, like it's going to come out eventually. And so for me, that's what happened last night is like Kami said, if you pray and it might be a specific person's put on your heart or a country or a thing or a place or whatever, like, I feel like those have been placed on my heart at different points in the past couple months but I haven't fully like released it to him and so last night I literally just I I was like a sopping mess because I couldn't control the fact that I it was just like I was almost letting the pain of all the prayers I had prayed out well I I think with that it's like knowing that when you're at that place if you're if you're carrying these burdens, like that's the time to pray. Like, and it's with everything. It's like, whether it's a small thing, it's a big thing. If it's for someone else, like, Mm -hmm. and it's, it really is just opening your mouth and starting that conversation. And I think of like, you know, my relationship with Steven, it's like, sometimes I'm talking to him and it's like, I don't even know what I'm saying as I'm saying it. I'm verbally processing. I don't have my thoughts collected, but he's my husband. He's my <laughs> yeah, best friend. Me all the time. Yeah, I'm just like bringing <laughs> like, it to yeah, him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There's other times where I'm like, man, I really need you to understand this. And so I've really thought this through yes. and like I'm presenting. Maybe it's like I'm frustrated at him. And there's times yeah. where I talk to God because I'm frustrated at God. Yeah. I'm like, this is my argument to you. Yes. And then he reminds me, hey, I'm God and you're not. But in such a way that's loving, right? Yes. Or there's times where 
we're laughing. And I'm just talking to Stephen about my day. And like, and it's the same with the Lord. Like yep. he just wants to hear about your day or your life. But I wanted to read the scripture as we kind of close out. And we're, we're going to do two parts about prayer because this is little part one. Cause I feel like prayer is prayer just is so big. So big. Um, but we just kind of wanted to present to y'all like what it looks like for us in, in little situations, big situations, all this. But this is a scripture out of James 5, starting at verse 13. And it says, are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you've committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. I love that scripture, the earnest prayer of a righteous person, which if you're in Jesus, you are made righteous. So you are a righteous person. And if you are earnestly, which means like passionately with good intention, authentically praying, your your prayers are really powerful and they're going to produce great results. Like I think that's so comforting to hear because Mm -hmm. it and I love that it says great results it doesn't say necessarily the result that you want like when we pray we have to stand in faith and I love this reminder every time I pray something is shifting every time my words are powerful and you may not even know what it is I might not even know what it is and it might not be the thing that I want I think where people get discouraged in prayer is they pray and they don't get the thing that they prayed for so Mm -hmm. they feel like it didn't work but here's the thing and every time I like think about that I'm like okay I go back to like the parent and child mindset like Jesus is my ultimate parent. And I think of as a kid, if I would have gotten everything I wanted when I wanted in that moment, I'd be like, yeah, my parents are the freaking best. (laughs) I love my parents. (laughs) Like, this is awesome. But then, you know, when you become like 20, 30, you're like, oh my gosh, she had the worst parents. Like they let her, I can't believe they let her, you know, do you remember growing up? You got to do this, this, and this. Like that was bad. Like what? That's bad parenting. Yeah, Yeah, I know. And I literally think about that and I'm like, I am still, I'm only 31. Like I am still, until I get to the other side of heaven, like I am not gonna fully know. God and like all that he is and so I literally think about that every time like okay God I'm just a little tiny like baby Christian and even though I've been in the church since literally the womb I still consider myself a baby Christian because I'm just like I'm still learning so much about him and I still know that like he knows better than me so in my eyes like I'm just I just have a childlike mindset with him I don't I think when we come to him with that mindset of like when we go into prayer when we don't come entitled, we come with like an open heart and like mm-hmm. wanting his will. Um, I think that's when we do see those results because we know that no matter what, he's moving because he loves us. Right. And, and if you think about the Lord's Prayer, um, and I feel like we should probably end with that because I think that's a really sweet way to end. But, yeah. it, you know, it, he comes and he says like, your will be done mm-hmm. on, on earth as is in heaven. And mm-hmm. I think that's like the ultimate prayer is like, God, I want this. I need this. You know my needs. Like, this is where I'm at. But God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And, like, I just have to think his heavenly perspective, like, is so much greater, so much bigger. Even if you just think of it as heaven being above us, like, if you have an aerial view of something, you're seeing a way different picture Mm -hmm. than what we're seeing when we're down in the weeds. Yeah. But he's up there and he's seeing the whole thing. And so it's like, okay, I can trust that when I pray, there is a shift, something happens in my own soul and on the earth and in the heavens. And I'm going to see it manifest in some way, whether it's two years down the road, seven years down the road, tomorrow, Mm -hmm. five seconds, like Mm -hmm. even you praying that morning and then the next thing you look and it's right there. Like that's not a coincidence. No, absolutely not. It's not. It was on a tray at the dentist. At the dentist. Because God cares. (laughs) Because God cares about me. He totally cares. It's really sweet. Thank Uh, you, Lord. Amina, do you want to close us out in prayer? I would love to. 
And God, we just thank you so much that you are God and that you know our desires and the desires of our hearts, God, before we even do. Father, I just pray that today any woman listening, whether they're in their car, whether they are just in the thickness of motherhood, God, whether they're in school, in a tough job, like whatever season or wherever a girl is listening right now, God, that she would just feel the power of your presence, God. Um, the peace of the Holy Spirit would, would come upon her in this moment, God, that it that you would give her strength, um, strength that comes only from you, God, and that um, we would all realize just the power we have in um, surrendering ourselves to you, God, and that it's always your will above ours, God. And um, we just thank you that when we lay down our own fleshly desires, God, that you have the power to completely move in our lives, God, and do things bigger, better, God, more beautiful than we could ever, ever imagine for our lives. And we just know that you're the heavenly father, you're a comforter, you take care of us, God. And we just pray that in this moment, we can truly rest in that God and whatever this, this day has for us. And we pray that, um, we can rest in the fact that you give us strength for today, God. And, um, you don't give us strength for two weeks from now, Lord, because we haven't even made it there yet. And so we just pray that we can rest in the strength that you've given us for this day, God, that we can um, just relax in your peace, Father, and that we get to um, just be the light of the world because that's what you've called us to be. And we thank you, Father, for who you are. We thank you for dying on the cross, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, we pray that this week you pray. We pray that yes. you encounter the Lord and that you, you know, just ask him to meet with you, even if it's just a small, simple scripture that you're saying over and over or a prayer of like one sentence, like I need you, God, or whatever it looks like, knowing that your prayers are powerful and effective because that's what his word says. So guys, I'm Cami. I'm Amanda. We are Basically Basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic.